You are Locked On Nationals, your daily Washington Nationals podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, everybody. Josh Neighbors here for the Locked On Nationals podcast. Today, it is October 20th, 2021. On today's show, we are brought to you by Spotify Greenroom. If you want to interact with other sports fans, podcast hosts, writers, athletes, whatever, go download the Spotify Greenroom app today at the iOS store. Uh, on today's show, my friends, we have got some Nationals coaching news to get to from last week. Also take a look at the players currently in the Major League Baseball playoffs that could be candidates to end up on the Washington Nationals next year. Could any of the players currently in the playoffs remaining make sense for the Nats in 2022? We'll discuss that more on today's show. All right, let's get into it here. So the news last week that Kevin Long is on the way out was announced, and the Nationals have made a change, uh, and they have hired their new hitting coach. It's going to be Darnell Coles, who is going to be part of this staff, this revamped staff, in 2022. He's a 59-year-old who spent the last three seasons as a hitting coach for the Arizona Diamondbacks. Uh, he's got a, he was a 14-year Major League Baseball veteran. He was a teammate with Dave Martinez back in 1992 with the Cincinnati Reds. Also a member of the World Series champion Toronto Blue Jays in 1993. And was a hitting coach for the Milwaukee Brewers back in 2015 through 2018. And was an assistant for the Tigers in 2014. He also had a great comment. And this comes from our friends over at uh, um, Federal Baseball. Patrick Reddington, those folks do great work over there. Said, quote, I think with Juan Soto, what I've dug into there is that nobody under any circumstances is to mess with his swing and quote. Uh, I think it's a pretty good quote. It's a pretty good indicator of what you're going to see with Darnell Coles. He's back in D.C. Uh, he's the second hitting coach that at the Nationals um, have, 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 you know, are going to have under Dave Martinez. And also, he was in Washington's organization from 06 to 09 as a roving hitting instructor uh, and also as the manager of short season single-A Vermont, single-A Hagerstown in 2008, hitting coach for AAA Syracuse in 2009. So, he is somebody that is relatively familiar with the Nationals and what they want to do. Once again, he's replacing Kevin Long, who we're all familiar with, spent four years in D.C. and four really strong years. You know, the last two weren't as good, but still the offense did eventually come around this year. And so it's interesting to see the Nationals make this change. And obviously Kevin Long, uh, he took the role of Philadelphia Phillies hitting coach and this does hurt. We, you know, we did see Kevin Long at that Dodgers game with Juan Soto in jerseys supporting, you know, former Nationals, Trey Turner and Max Scherzer. And, and now seeing Kevin Long go is just kind of a reminder of um, how short these championship, not just windows, but these teams, how finicky they can be, right? And um, I want to take an opportunity, obviously, with the Phillies, which I think might hurt some people, right? It, it, might, not, uh, it might not make some folks very happy. Obviously, but you know it's an opportunity he wanted to take, and he's um, he's moving on, and you know this is this is something that's going to be you know adjustments for the Nats, and hey, maybe it ends up being a good thing, right? Maybe this situation with the Nationals do need a change right now as they kind of move forward. Now, I, I don't think Kevin Long did a bad job; I think he did a good job with what they had last year. 
But, you know, it's time for him. It was time for him. He, I guess he felt like to move on. One thing I did like, this quote from Darnell Colds, that he says, quote, my hope is that I can talk him, and that being Ryan Zimmerman, into coming back. I don't know if that's possible, but if that's possible, believe me, that's on the table, end quote. And that's something that makes a lot of sense. You know, he wants, as, as a guy who's, you know, almost 60 years old, he wants to bring back somebody like a Ryan Zimmerman to come back and, uh, and you know, be a veteran for this team. He also said, quote, we've got to get them on first, get them over, get them in. But most importantly, at the end of the day, uh, I look at the stat, is left on base, end quote. That's what we care about a lot too, right? I mean, this is something the Nationals really had a, had a difficult time with. Um, they they really struggled right the last couple of years with leaving guys on base. A whole lot of times this year, the guys were not driving in runs. And that, that happens when you've got a young team. It happens when you've got a lot of young guys but even when they had some older guys earlier on in the season, the Nets still left a lot of guys on base. So let's see if we see any adjustments um, from certain guys once we hit spring training. Obviously, that's the kind of thing that we hear and gets talked about once we start watching the games right in spring training. Um, God forbid, Masson, you let us watch them all so we can actually see what players are doing, right? That Kyle Schwarber head tuck was something that we noticed last year and Oh my God, look at him. He had an amazing month in the month of June and also is now uh, a really important part of a playoff team in Boston. And we'll actually talk some more about Kyle Schwarber later on in the show. But it's important that we can see this stuff. And so hopefully for fans out there, we can watch it during the preseason. So uh, I, I think all eyes are on Darnell Coles and also all, all eyes are on Masson as well. So we can watch actually any of the improvements maybe that Darnell Coles is making with some of these guys and obviously a couple other na uh, nationals coaching changes that are incoming as well. We'll talk about them as they happen. All right, let's have a break here and when we get back, we'll talk more uh, about what the nationals can do to add on this off season in the form of players that are currently still left in the playoffs who might be a candidate to join the Washington nationals this off season. But first a word from Spotify green room, Spotify green room is the best place to interact with fans, writers, athletes, uh, podcast host. You can find all of them right now at Spotify Greenroom. You can download the app right now at the iOS store. Sign up. You can link your Twitter to it. You can find me, uh, jneighbors97, or just, just search Josh Neighbors. You can follow me, and you'll get updates whenever I go live. We go live once a week. You guys can join in on the conversation. You might even be featured on the Locked On Nationals podcast because some of that stuff I'm able to record and I end up using the podcast. So once again, go download the free Green Room app now, currently available on all iOS devices. Be sure to create a profile, link your Twitter, and join the NFL, MLB, NHL, whatever groups you want to join uh, for the latest league updates. I know you guys will find a ton of incredible, incredible rooms around your favorite teams and leagues. I can't wait for you guys to join me on the Green Room app. Download the Green Room app today. Green Room, changing the way that we talk about sports. All right, so right now, uh, two playoff series obviously going on. Recording this on Wednesday morning. So right now, the Dodgers and Braves, uh, the series is 2-1. The Braves have that lead after they a really difficult time yesterday uh, trying to close that thing or get that thing to 3-0. Uh, could not close it up. And then in the Astros and Red Sox series, we have a 2-2 series, which is now guaranteed to go back to Houston at least for Game 6, but Game 5 later on today at 5 o'clock um, in Boston, final game of that series that's going to take place at Fenway Park. So out of the Astros, Red Sox, Dodgers, and Braves, are there candidates to potentially join the Washington Nationals 
in 2022. Well, I took a look, and let's start with the National League. Let's start with a team the Nationals know very well, the Atlanta Braves. Are there any Braves players that we could see joining the Nats in 2022? Well, taking a look at the guys that we know that are going to be free agents, this is kind of the look that you're going to get. Freddie Freeman is going to be a free agent. That doesn't know. <laughs> that, uh, Josh Bell is there. Freddie Freeman's not going to be joining the Nationals if they did. What a shock that would be. Another guy that, that this, this is more likely now. This is kind of going for, you know, uh, just uh, different stuff here. Um, Eddie Rosario and Jock Peterson. And we'll go position players first. So we know the Nationals have to find a situation that is tenable in left field, right? What do they do? Do they do a Victor Robles, Lane Thomas kind of combination with Andrew Stevenson right there as well? Do they outsource? I definitely think there's a big possibility the Nationals go and try to find themselves somebody else to play in that position, or at least get somebody who can be a, you know, beyond reserve player. Uh, somebody can just be in the mix. And the first guy that I look at in this category would be Jock Peterson. Guy who plays left field, obviously the Braves has had a lot of success this year after he came over from the Dodgers. I think Jock Peterson would make a really strong candidate. Now, I do believe the market for him is going to be a bit more um, robust. He's got a mutual option with the Braves for next year with a base salary of $10 million. Now, I don't think the Braves, I mean, maybe you, maybe the Braves hang on to him and say, hey, here's one year, $10 million. It solves that problem of no longer having Marcel Ozuna uh, on your team, and we'll see what that situation leads to. But obviously, it's you know, uh, there's no resolution just yet on that situation. But um, a guy who's got that mutual option now, I would I would tend to think that Jock Peterson is going to try and test his luck in free agency. Um, maybe I think after his the success that he's having right now, teams value him and they value his bat and they value the fact. That you know, this year combined, he hit 18 home runs. Uh, not quite the pop we're used to seeing, but he's having a lot of success in the playoffs. Has been a very effective player, but he is kind of a different kind of cat and does bring a different kind of vibe. So we'll we'll see. But that is a guy that does kind of fill that left field type. Uh, he's a left fielder, right? Is somebody uh, that's played left field, played right field. Uh, a guy who's an outfielder that you can kind of throw into the mix. So there is he does have experience. In both, right? The guy who you know can move around, and that's kind of what you want from the outfielders. And also depends how they're going to respond with the, um, you know, with Juan Soto and how they how they want to move him around. Some other guys on the Braves that I could see the Nats maybe potentially considering: Jorge Soler, uh, Adam Duvall. Those are all guys that play in the outfield that could get some some consideration. We'll see. So Soler had a really awesome stretch, but albeit it was a short stretch that he had this year with the Braves, but a whole lot of success, uh, like 14 home runs in 55 games, whatever it was. Drew Smiley is 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 guy in the pitching department. Not a really good year. Not somebody that was is super dependable, I think, at this point in time. Somebody I considered uh, that the the Nationals maybe you know should have brought in last year, but had a difficult season. But he's a younger guy. He's you know and like he's not a he is not John Lester old, I should say, right? This is not a guy um, that that is somebody that you know you're really worried about declining from a age perspective. He's only 32 years old now. Once again, did struggle this season, 
but also somebody that had a good amount of success in the previous season, right? Uh, you know, and I know it was a shortened season, albeit, and he only threw 26 innings back in 2020, but he did have some success there. It's been a mixed bag for him, but maybe as a vet, you know, he was 11 and 4 this year with a 4.48 ERA. Somebody who could eat some innings for you if you could bring him in. Um, I think that would be an interesting option with the Nationals. Can uh, I get to? I'll do bullpen guys down the line, but for right now, uh, that'll be it for for kind of guys on the Braves. Now you go to the Dodgers; they got a lot of guys who are going to be high end free agents: Scherzer, Kershaw, Kenley Jansen, Corey Seager, right? But um, you know, uh, Joe Kelly's got a club option for twelve million. Uh, Chris Taylor is going to hit the open market. The Nats if you go in that direction. I doubt it, obviously, with Luis Garcia there. But they do have a good amount of relievers uh, hitting the market. I think that's where you could see them get involved here um, with some of the guys. I know I mentioned, I uh, did not mention yet, Corey Kniebel, uh, Jimmy Nelson, you know, you know, guys that the Nats could pick up and, uh, you know, whether they've had good years or they struggled some, maybe one of those guys that you turn around and hope has some success for you. But uh, I don't think it's going to be some of the higher-end guys that we, that we potentially see from the Dodgers end up going to the Nationals. All right, let's take one more quick break, and then we'll look at the American League teams and see if there's anybody on those squads the Nationals should consider bringing in next year. But first, a word from our sponsors. Today's show is brought to you by Built Bar. Go to BuiltBar.com. That's BuiltBar.com today to find uh, their available selection of all kinds of Built Bars. They've got flavors really for everybody unless you hate chocolate, but if you hate chocolate, that's very, very sad. Uh, they've got coconut, cherry bar chia, raspberry, mint brownie, double chocolate, Salted caramel, strawberry, orange, cookies and cream, German chocolate, 17 to 18 grams of protein. Calorie ranges from 130 to 180, only 4 to 5 grams of sugar, and only 4 to 5 grams of net carbs. Built Bar is also the official protein bar of the U.S. track and field team. Go to Built.com. That's Built.com today. Use the promo code LOCK15. That's L-O-C-K-E-D-1-5, LOCK15, for 15% off today. Today's show is also brought to you by BetOnline.ag. BetOnline.ag is the best place to find all of the sports gaming needs you want right now. It's the number one spot for basketball and football action this season. They've got a new updated mobile website. Sign up today and receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use the promo code LOCKEDON. That's L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N, LOCKEDON. From football to basketball to baseball to boxing to NHL to UFC to your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers in 2021. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports. Bet online, it's where the game starts. All right, so the American League side of things. Uh, let's take a look. Let's go to the Houston Astros first. Um, Zach Granke is 38 years old. Justin Verlander is 38 years old. Yuli Gurriel is 37 years old. Joe Smith, 37 years old. Martin Maldonado, 35 years old. They've got a lot of old guys that are in the mix here. Um, would the Washington Nationals be inclined to bring in a guy like Zach Granke who might be on his last legs? Would they be inclined to, to bring in a guy who, you know, um, this year was, was you know, 11-6, 4.16 CRA? Uh, last year, 4.303 ERA, and then 3.02 the year before. I mean, his performances have been really good. I think he will command a decent salary on the open market. 
but the Nationals want to consider spending that much. I mean, I think it might be worth it. It depends. Could you get him on a two-year deal for $20 million, right? Could you bring him in? Could that be a guy, you know, a, a nice name in Zach Greinke that you bring in and maybe puts a, some butts in seats for a little while? I think it's something they, they should consider. Justin Verlander is another guy who is going to be available um, coming up this offseason. That's a guy that, look, he, you know, I'm, I'm actually from a few minutes from where he lives. He's got a house near where I live. And uh, with his injury history, you know, with the way things have gone here, is this a guy that you could bring in at 38 years old and, and have an impact for you? It's just such a big question mark, and I don't know what the dollar value he would command is, but Justin Verlander is somebody that, you, got, you know, we got to think about it here. Uh, obviously, at 37, was very impactful. and 36, he was an all-star. At 35, he was an all-star. At 36 years old, he was a Cy Young, right? 20-plus game winner, um, second in Cy Young voting the previous year. It's a guy that's got a lot of years under his belt, also got a lot of wear and tear under his belt, a total risk for the Nationals, and I think for a team that's dealt with so many pitching injuries over the course of time, it's not really something the Nationals maybe should be too interested in. Not the, I'm not sure that's the Nationals' best course of action, but he's going to be 39 next year. Let's even see if Justin Verlander wants to continue pitching, but still somebody even at that older age has had a lot of success. So I don't think it's out of the question, but I would say it's probably uh, pretty unlikely that the Nationals would bring him back. Yuli Gurriel also has a club option for uh, $8 million. I'm not sure anybody in the Astros could see them coming over. Now, the, uh, the interesting team would be the Red Sox because there is a plethora of guys that I think the Nationals should consider bringing in here. Um, I think Eduardo Rodriguez is hitting the open market as a left-handed pitcher. I think there's going to be plenty of interest there for a guy at 29 years old. It's got a lot of ability. Is that something the Nationals could do? Is that is that kind of one of the big names the Nationals could go after and try to solidify for years to come and, and try to have Corbin and Strasburg and then Eduardo Rodriguez all under contract and have, uh, you know, try to bring up your, you know, obviously they got Josiah Gray, who's right there, bringing up Cade Cavalli and Jackson Rutledge, and you've got Eric Fetty and Joe Ross around. Would this be a guy you consider helping out your rotation? Maybe. You know, Martin Perez is a guy who's got a $6 million club option. We'll see if they pick that up as well. Um, but I think those are two guys. Maybe interesting to see what happens with both of them. That could be options for the Nationals. They want to go out and get a pitcher on the market, and I think they'll have to get at least one. But do they go for a splashy one, maybe to solidify themselves down the road if they give him a few years? Kyle Schwarber's the big one, what I think we're all looking at from a position player point of view. I think that's the big one. Obviously, J.D. Martinez uh, has a player option for $19.3 million next year. So, uh, you know, once again, that's another guy that just kind of pushed aside. I uh, would not think that's going to happen for the Nationals. But Kyle Schwarber's the big one because he's going to be 29 years old next year. He is, um, is going to be... A guy that's got a mutual option, I believe, the second year of his contract. Uh, I think this is a situation where he is going to want to hit the open market and see what he can get. I know there's a lot of Nationals fans out there who want to bring Kyle Schwarber back. He's got a lot of comfort. He fits the park well. He can be a DH. He likes um, – he's got some experience that left field. They still have to go that direction, too. They can play him there. He started to get some work at first as well. And with the DH coming, uh, another really good option. So I think the Nationals should consider maybe tying, you know, tying themselves to uh, to, to Kyle Schwarber, you know, for for a longer period of time. I think that makes sense for them coming up, and we'll see what he demands. I think it's going to be a, a pretty good value because of 
uh, with the way baseball is trending now, he's a perfect player, right? This is a perfect time and age for Kyle Schroeder to be playing, especially with a designated hitter coming along. And it's definitely an option the Nationals need to consider. All right, that will do it for today's show. Make sure you follow us on Twitter at LO underscore Nationals. You can follow me at Josh Neighbors underscore. Till next time, my friends, as always, stay safe.